Yo, yo, it's your man, Jam C. What up, everybody? It's your girl, Shaw Money. And it's your boy, Lou Bim. Y'all know what we're here to do. Talking because we got lips. Chopping it up, chopping it up, chopping it up. We came with some some little bit of heat for y'all today. Going vocal is what we doing. We are going vocal. Since it's yes. heat outside, it's bringing them oh, the it's, it's, it's a buck and some the change out there. Is makes no I love sense. It. I love it. I love Mother it. Nature is mad at some of y'all. Y'all I, need to apologize. Whoever did it, apologize. I have no reason to come out of my one room mansion. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yo. No reason. I'm going to tell y'all, I tried to be handy over the last couple days because my grass was looking really good. My neighbors who live been living in the town for a long time, they even came by one day. I was out there watering it. I felt so proud. It was looking all nice. That shit is dirty brown now. That shit look like a bald head bitch's edges from 16th Avenue. That shit patchy. It's brown on one side, green on the other side. So it, the sun and the heat has done a 187 on my grass. So I tried to, I'm still trying to water it, right? Because, you know, a lot of people's grass is dying because of the heat. So today I tried to change the nozzle, tried to be all fancy and use a sprinkler. If that water did splash me in my face three times, before you know it, my whole shirt was, I looked like I was in a wet t-shirt contest. I had to go in the house, change my shirt. It was water everywhere. I threw that fucking hose down. I said, man, fuck this grass. So Come you out. Start, so you starting to show off when it gets your shit together right <laughs> yeah. to yourself. Right. Jesus Christ. I was out there looking crazy. I was so embarrassed. I just ran in the house and left this, uh, the, the hose on. I just hauled ass. When a guy had to go get a whole nother shirt. But listen, people, we coming to y'all. We taking a little bit of a change of pace today. You know, we've been receiving a lot of emails, and they've been asking us, you know, where the fuck y'all came from? Where did this going vocal come from? Why y'all three fools is talking it up and chatting it up, and how do y'all continue to end up in our news feed? So we thought we would take a step back and, you know, share our little individual biographies with you, let you guys know a little bit more about us. Um, you guys have been sharing a lot with us, the folks that have been writing in. And so we want to share a little bit about you, get a little bit more intimate, up close and personal, and let you guys know who we are, you know, what our hobbies are, what our zodiac signs are, see if we're astrologically aligned. So we thought it'd be fun <laughs> to kind of like answer some of, we got about eight or nine questions that came in. So we're going to try to respond to those questions by way of today's show. So folks, who going to kick it off? Who, who's the brave soldier of the trio to let folks know who you really are? Your fan favorite. Your yeah, fan favorite. favorite. I can kick it off. Oh, Listen. Here we go, guys. Brace yourself. Everybody know who I am. I'm the Spelling Bee King, Jam C. I'm a Libra, which means I'm, I'm about getting to the bottom of justice. We want Born balance. as fuck, what that means. Now, Libras are... Libras are they dry as hell. Nah, Libras like are red. charismatic. They're very yeah. attentive, and they're born leaders. They're not followers. Leaders are very... They're innovative. They're creators. They, they, they're not shallow. They're humble, but they always look good. Majority of my Libras always look good, smell good. You know, we, hand, we handle our B.I. Um, but my name's Jam C. Um, actually... You know, going vocal was something that I always wanted to do. So it was something that was embedded in me. I am, I've always had a motivating spirit. I've always motivated my friends. Good, bad, or indifferent. Um, <laughs> Tell us about you know, the bad motivation. I mean, listen, when you got to do what you got to do out here But can you tell us, like, let's take motivated. it back. Like, take it back. Where you from? I'm from North New Jersey. Okay. I'm from North New Jersey. Um, I guess Prince Street. 
is where I grew up at, Stella Wright Homes. You got to tell people, you know, what Stella Wright is, what that was. Stella Wright is the time. projects. The projects. Right. I, I grew up in the projects. A um, housing complex. For in maybe the better 25 years of my life. Um, and then I moved on and um, I got into the music industry. Because hey, I went from one project to another. No, I stayed in the project. I, it was the same project. We went, we, we started on one side of the block and we moved uh, to the other side. I, I thought y'all was in Hayes Home. Nah, yeah. my family, okay. my family from Hayes Home, that which is another project. Um, and my mother just moved to French Street, gotcha. that's all. Gotcha. But I got into the music industry um, as, a, as a rapper um, and blessed enough that I was able to get signed by legendary DJ Molly Mall. Shout outs to Molly. Shout outs to Do It All from Laws of the Underground. Um, got to travel the world. Got to got a lot some great experiences that I got to share with them. Those guys. Are you talking about the groupies? I mean everything. Ooh. Everything. Everything. Bound chicka bound bound. Now you know the fan favorite. Why they call and him that? Once I stepped away. Slayer. Once I stepped away from the. <laughs> <laughs> He's a groupie slayer. The, the, I was the, the jump downer. I was, I was Colt Seavers, stuntman. So listen, one, once I got out of the music industry, you know, I never fully got out of it. I always stayed, kept it close to the vest because I, you know, I, I was able to be around and get involved in other people's projects, um, things they were working on. I ended up being a, um, a good friend, sort of like a mentor to Napoleon from the Outlaws. Um, shout out to Muta out there and Saudi doing his thing. Much love to him and his family. Um, you know, and then I was on Life of an Outlaw. They got me on a documentary that Hafiz Fareed and Mike Epps actually shot. Nice. nice. So, um, yeah, so if you got that, go check that out, Life of an Outlaw. You see your man got the cameo in there. Um, and then from there, I just I swung over and started doing podcasts and maybe like, we've been doing this for like, what, two years now? So, yeah, that, and that's Shaman Jam C, you a fan favorite, what I do. Wow. So, I mean, I've heard he came from a housing project. He was a rapper. He's traveled the whole world. He spent quite a few times with some groupies. That's pretty a hard show to follow. I don't, I don't have any groupies. Wow. My, my story isn't as interesting as I thought it was, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a shot at it. <laughs> um, your girl, Shot Money. Um, AKA, that's my AKA. People have always either called me Shot Money or Shah or Shah Shah, a little variation of that. I too hail from Brick City, which is North New Jersey, so I'm here in the Garden State. I'm a, I'm a true Jersey girl. I talk loud, I got hella swag, and I do not pump gas. And that is one of the reasons why I remain in the great state of New Jersey, because I do not know, want to learn that. That is a skill that I refuse to learn, so I'm gonna continue to live here. Um, for the meantime, until this podcast take off, um, you know, I'm an only girl. I'm the oldest. I have four. I had four siblings. I have three remaining living siblings. Um, I shared with you guys in our last episode that I did. Unfortunately, we had a tragic loss. I lost my younger brother about 15 years ago, but I still have three remaining um, siblings. They're crazy as fuck. I love them to death. I'm kind of the matriarch of my family. I've always been in that role. I've been very outspoken. I've always been into like, um, you know, any opportunity to, to, to get up and talk. It's just something I've natively and naturally feel that I do well and I'm not afraid to do. So the podcasting was a really good fit for me. Um, so, yeah, I 
Like I said, yeah, grew up in Newark. I've lived outside of New Jersey uh, a few times. I lived in Washington, D.C. twice in my life. Um, my family does have very deep roots in the South. Um, I'm a mom. I'm a Mimi. I'm, a, I'm the favorite aunt of all my nieces and nephew. And I'm shouting out and calling out my, um, my niece, Tyranny. She owes me a fucking shirt because there's a website and a line out of they, where they make all of these t-shirts for the aunts and uncles with all these cool sayings. And I fit all those sayings. I'm the rich auntie. Get my shirt, TT. I done told you. So um, all the nieces and nephews always come to me. Um, I have a really good group of friends, and I'm calling the nucleus of my friend group. I'm the one that's hosting the parties and coming up with the theme events. and It's just something I love to do. I love to travel, love to read. Um, I love to meet new people because I think there's more that binds us together than keeps us apart. And so I love the experience of meeting new people and understanding their cultures and their experiences. Even, you know, not only outside of the U.S., but even inside of the U.S., um, because we're much different geographically depending on where you live, what we eat, what we wear, um, how we, you know, we, we work, you know, depending on where you are. I met someone from California, and they worked in a coal mine, and they worked on the gas lines, and I never met anybody that did that. So um, that was really cool. I'm a very, very um, shoot-from-the-hip type of person. Um, either you love me or you hate me. That's usually, it's really no gray area with me. I never really do anything with malice and intent, but I'm a straight shooter. I don't believe in pacifying people, places, or things. I'm going to tell you what it is, but I'm also be the one that will be there to help you to fix the shit when you're raggedy as fuck. Um, but I do it in a loving way. And sometimes that doesn't always sit well with people. It's just something I've learned to accept. Um, so I've tried to always put my best foot forward, but I always have to stay true to who I am. Um, and never put on any fronts. And so I'm a very historical person, so I don't always like to jump to conclusions when I see something happen. I don't really always have that knee-jerk reaction. I like to do that fact-finding journey to go back and pull the layers back, you know, and, and find out why something happened. So that's kind of what I bring to the podcast here. Um, and I'm just, and I'm a Scorpio, so that shit he said about a Libra is being exactly a born Libra, it must be in his housing complex. That's probably that small no little circle. No, no Libras are following. Any of the listeners out there that is Scorpios know we are natively born leaders. Attention As, whores. That's what they are, attention <laughs> whores. Uh, I am always the life of the party. Attention whores. If I come to the party and people are sitting down, um, I'm usually the one that's going around like, uh uh-uh, uh, get up, let's go. I'm I'm the one hosting all the dance battles. I will dance battle children, senior citizens. I don't care if, if there is a dance battle or karaoke. I find myself somehow enthralled in the midst of all that. Um, you know, like I said, I've been living in Jersey most of my life. I've got my education in Jersey. Um, I have three, so this is where the slight flex come in before the fellas, you know, jump down on me. Um, I do have, I am collegially educated. I do have three degrees. My highest degree is an MBA, and it is a slight flex. I'm very proud of that. Um, I was not a traditional uh, college student. I did all of my education as an adult. I did it all full-time while being a full-time mom and working full-time in the corporate industry. So it was a challenge. So I think I'm a little entitled to get that little flex every now and then. So um, thank you, thank you, DMC. I mean, you want to help out with a little bit of flex? Oh, thank you. Big Love Me Hang, do let me 
be hanging. So no, yeah. that flex is mean. That, that's a <laughs> so, mean flex. So I, I try to make sure I'm informed when I'm bringing my perspective. So I try to balance that with my passion and my emotion, um, but also try to give you a little bit of historic and, um, you know, background on some of our topics. But that's a little bit about me. So um, we're going to pump it over to Lou Bem over here. It's your boy Lou Bem. Lord Lou Bem. The Lord only Lou one, Bem. his lordship. He has been but elevated. I, I'm, I'm waiting for um, my documents to come in <laughs> to say that my lordship has been granted. By the queen. <laughs> so I will be no I will be formally known as Lou Bem. My new name will be Lord Lou Bem. So I would like to be addressed as your lord. Going forward, uh, me too, just like the rest of, of my counterparts growing up in Newark. Brick uh, City. Brick City. I wasn't in the housing project, but across the street from the housing project. <laughs> yes. On we the other had, side we of the street. Across the street. So <laughs> I, I, my, I was in the housing projects, but across the street. So nonetheless, um, I too grew up in Newark. Um, I did get a degree. Let me get a small flex. That's a flex. That's <laughs> a flex. Let me get a small it's flex. a flex. I did get a degree. And um, he's going back. And I'm going back, right, for another degree. Okay. Know, another flex. But nonetheless. <laughs> a flex, an uh, evolving flex. A flex on top of a flex. Um, <laughs> and I think that since I want to kind of piggyback off of both of what. First of all, I want to take the light away from uh, Shaman, uh, those degrees and those, those things that you've done and accomplished. There's nothing to sneeze at. Um, I commend you. Thank um, you. You are definitely um, the backbone of what we do here at Lauren Vocal Pod Squad. And I can't take nothing away from, Appreciate that. from, from Jan C and his knowledge and his experience. Yes. That worldly experience. His worldly experience and being a groupie slayer. A groupie uh, slayer. Um, I can't take nothing away from him as, as well. Uh, but one thing I could add to what he did say is that I'm a Libra as well. So I think we're going to change the pod squad name instead of going vocal. Two Libras and a Scorpio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two Libras and that, a Scorpio. That so. definitely is accurate. So with that being said, I, I, I you know... I come to the table. I, I have a street background. Um, Ain't nothing wrong with that. Right. Street background. So I, you know, played football in on the street. Not every three cars was a first down. <laughs> playing tackle on concrete, that type of thing. You got the scars yes, to yes. prove it, people. Yes, uh, uh, shooting basketball in the milk creek that's suspended <laughs> on the light pole oh, yes. and stuff Ooh, like that. It. Yes. Um, all those things, playing tops, you know, scalzies, you know. Top, you know I was know. good at tops. I was good at that too. Smoothing oh, my top, everything was lit. Um, I, was, I have a North education as well. Uh, again, I wasn't traditional um, college bound. I got my degree as an adult working full time. Um, I am a dad, but I, I started kind of late. Uh, being a dad, so Jam C too. Yeah, yeah. Well, in my twenties, yeah. My mid twenties. That was late twenties. It was like twenty six. That's late. Yeah, anything no, over well, yeah, five is yeah, late. Yeah. What about Any, you? Anything over what? 
Well, you know, when the number is five or more. Yeah, it's you, late. You, uh, you know, when you look at, oh. when, you, when you compare it to, like, our peers, a lot of our peers were, because my peers was having kids early on. I had a oh, child. So I had. I wasn't mentally child. ready. So right. that's why I, when I got, when I got about 24, 25, I felt like, you know, I think I'm ready. Now, I, I was uh, 38. Yes, when I first, when I first, my daughter, when I had my daughter, I was 38. That's good, and, though. And, and shit, if it wasn't for GPS, I wouldn't have found the box then. But, um, and I'm, I'm a da- I mean, I wasn't a dad when I went to school. Um, wait, yeah, I was. My daughter was born. Yeah, so, man, my daughter was born when I, when I got my degree. I saw a full-time dad. And I think some of the things that I bring to the pop squad is, um, you know, my wittiness. Uh, for sure. My, you know, down-to-earth. Uh, and again, like Shalene said, either you love me or you hate me. On the onset, sometimes people don't get me because I'm always joking and playing and laughing and may have uh, uh, people may take it the wrong way. Like if you say somebody, somebody say, for example, somebody may say my stomach hurt. And I'm like, but you got shit. That's <laughs> what he said to me. So let me just, let's, let's be honest. We're having this moment of clarity. It took a minute for me and Lou Bim to be joined back to him because I thought something was fucking wrong with him. I thought something was wrong with him because I'm not really the one that you like to play too close. And when he said that shit, I was like, wait, why did I even answer that? I'm like, who the fuck is this guy, man? Like, where did he come from? And it, was, it was a special day for you that day. It was a special day. And I almost got booked. Like, dude, why are you up? I had a headache. My face was beat to the gods. My shout out to the people uh, who did my face and my hair. It was Hugo Boss who did my hair. Um, you were, you were and nice. I was together. But you know that wasn't the first time I met you. Where the fuck else I ever seen you at? I, the first time I met you was at Allure, at Black Party. Oh, okay. Yeah, you didn't leave an impression on me. I don't remember that. Nah. Cause I was sticking and moving. I, cause I had just Yo, I that was in 2010. I had just oh, moved that, back. Okay. I had just moved back that, from yeah. from from Atlanta, and that's when I, I met you there. So it must have been very informal, like. It was. It was high. This is this is my um, I think fiance at the time, or this is my lady at the time. I don't know what you were, but I was introduced as. An extent you were an extension to someone that wow, I wow yeah I definitely don't remember it I don't I don't remember that yeah, yeah. that was the first and time I, then I never saw this Joker again nah, nah, I'm and then he pops that. up he's asking me about my bowel movements and he's just <laughs> all over the place it was a concern I and don't at feel the same like time, it was a concern it was definitely shade no it was a concern and at the same time it was a, it was a way to break the ice. But she didn't get it. She didn't, I, she didn't I know me. No, she. It was definitely bad timing. You know, since at we've the been time. doing this show, even with guests, sometimes the guests don't really get Lou Bim's sense of humor. I don't and think I they think get mine they, either. They get thrown off. They get taken back. It takes until the show, as the show progresses, they start getting okay. He's funny, and yeah. it's like I so, think he's naturally funny. But it took us a to get us uh, some time to get into our rhythm. First of all, I didn't like him. I was very open about that. He mm-hmm. basically said he didn't give a fuck. 
Um, right. Yeah. So, but like, I continue to reinforce him. Like, who the fuck is this dude? Why is he like around? Like, who who knows him? But everybody knows him. And then the more we start to develop our relationship, we've been in the same circles and in the same spaces, yes. and we have relationships with the same people. So, you know, I think we we found a way to find our path forward. And he's agreed to not ask me anything else about my bowel movements. And I think that this we pass on that. Now. Oh yeah, yeah. But you, but you did agree not to ask me about my bowel movements. No, I won't. Yeah, so we're gonna leave that <laughs> topic alone. It's a pretty sensitive situation. But I think now that the relationship, I choke a stick and kill a brick for it now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? that's my so rider that's, right that's there. My, that's my dog. Yeah. And, and I think you know, that's what kind of makes you know, this this union or this this. This Same. panel that you see here yes. works because not everything we're going to agree upon. We you don't. know what I'm saying? And not everything that we, we, you know, everybody don't like Gucci at this table. I do. Sad. We all like Gucci. We all like Gucci. But I think, I, I think to, you know, to, to piggyback off what you're saying, I think that's what makes us a really good squad because we all have our individual views, right? And sometimes we just don't agree. Like, I frequently don't agree with JMC. But because I feel like he has a more softer, conservative approach um, to things where I'm more I'm going straight forward, trying to pull back the layers. And sometimes that can be misinterpreted um, as being aggressive or confrontational when it's really not the intent. It's no malice there. I'm just trying to figure out what's really got us here. And I'm anxious to get us to the part where we can start healing and moving forward. And that's what I really like about this um, this platform that we're developing is I think it allows us to really pull back the layers on some really sensitive topics and normalize being open and being transparent about, about things. I mean, because the more we think we're different, I'm going to tell you in my experience, and I've, I've lived a lot of, a few years here, there's more shit that brings us close together. I've met people from completely different countries mm-hmm. that you would think that we have no similarities with, and I've always found something that helped bridge us together. There's some synergies. There's something that we like, whether it's a TV show, it's, it's a type of food or some place we've been, a book we've read, a manuscript. It's things that just bring people together. And I think that's what we have to do in society is stop being so standoffish, spread more love. I know it sounds real cliche, but I just have learned that, you know, if you do things with honesty and transparency, you can never get nothing negative from that, right? You, I think you always get good results from that. And that's just kind of how I deal with things, good, bad, and indifferent. And I know it sounds like a very polished thing, but I believe you have to understand troubles is going to come. Everything is not going to be right with the world. It's just all on how you respond to that shit. You got to get up every day like you're going to war. That's how, that's how I tell myself. When I put my feet down on the floor, I say a sigh. I take that deep breath. And I thank God every day. I, I take nothing for granted. And I strap my boots on. I mean, they're they going to be Gucci, but I strap my shit on. And I, I go out of here with my head held. I leave out of my home with my head held high. And I'm, I'm going to war. I'm going to, to make a difference every single day. And I keep my foot on the pedal. Even when I get knocked down, I'm not going to sit here and try to glorify it and make it seem like every day is rosy. It's not. But I come back. I, I look at what didn't go the way I wanted it to go. I try to think of a plan to come back and, and attack that shit 
and and that's just how I, my mantra is. I, if when I get told no, my I put in my mind, I'm gonna make that shit a yes. Yeah, I'm gonna make that shit a yes. Well, I'm gonna kick that door this. down. I'm gonna make it a yes. Let me say this, and I think the audience has to know. When we say going vocal, the thing that brings us together is when we say going vocal. No matter how it comes across, as you as Sha said, it all comes across with love. So a lot of times you might not agree with some of the things we say. You might not agree with the actions we take, but you got to know it comes from a place of love. So we urge our audience to keep going vocal Absolutely. for the purpose of doing it for love. So, you know, we stand we stand before you guys as a way of three different ways of motivation. You know what I'm saying? Because you can motivate people in many ways. You could be you can motivate them in action. You can motivate them with words. But we represent all, all of those things. We not only talk about it, we be about it. So that's why we created Going Vocal to be something that just to be an example of what anybody, if there's something that you want to do, you can do that. Yeah, and we want to motivate people to, to really, like I said, um, you know, to have these conversations in your family. Like start in your household. Like if it's something that you want to do or it's something in a society that you're seeing that's affecting you, and it don't sit well with you, go vocal about that shit. Talk about it. Talk to your friend group about it. I'm pretty sure somebody else has some sentiments as well. And I think that's how we really, really going to make the change that we want to see in this world. We can't be relying on our congressmen and our senators. While they do have responsibilities as elected officials, I think we each individually have the power to do something to make change. Is it going to... Will it, will it always be um, significant or massive immediate change? More than likely not. But as that momentum grows, it gets bigger. It's like a snowflake. It rolls, it rolls. And now it's a snowball. gets a little bit bigger. And I think just by going vocal and keeping these conversations going, we're going to learn more. We make, make some mistakes. We come back. We course correct that. And we, and we keep going vocal. And I think that's what... Um, this platform will help us do really open up conversations that have been taboo, that people don't like to talk about. People like to stick to the script. And now with the use of social media and technology, it is so easy to put bad information out there. And people be so reckless with what they do. And the one thing that I just want to share with um, our listeners and our viewers on this squad we're very intentional with what we talk about. And if you guys have been following us long enough, you'll know that we're usually on the forefront of some shit. Like we start talking about topics and then a lot of things that we've talked about have come to fruition. Some of them are not positives, but we really are putting our feet to the ground, using a variety of sources, real life experiences. We interview people um, in all walks of life. I know I've interviewed people in my corporate setting. I know Lou's done the same thing. Jam's done the same thing from his career. We've talked to people in our neighborhoods. We've talked to people in the grocery store. I know I was literally on the mall. We, ha- we have some content that's unreleased. And I literally was on my way to the mall, and I saw a group of people picking it. And I had seen them a week before, mm-hmm. didn't really know what they was doing. And so now, just that investigative side of me who wants to know more about them, I just bust a U-turn in the middle of the street. Police, it was safely done. No one was harmed. And I went over with the camera rolling, and I interviewed them right on the spot. And I got some real good information. So that content is going to be coming out to you guys um, real soon. But I, I just think having a place where you can be authentic, 
you can be genuine. You could be angry because I've been upset about some of these topics. And, you know, I'm sure that comes through. Um, you can be excited about things. You can be motivating. You can be encouraging. And then we also want to create a space where we can elevate other people's ideas, right? Right. And, right. and help push them forward. So I think that's that's what's interesting about the platform. And I think I think that's one of the one of the goals as well. Because going vocal is is we're allowing um, our people our not I don't want to say our fans, but our culture. We're giving you a, a space and a place to be vocal, to come here, share your opinions, but in a structured environment. I do know that social yeah, media important. social media does give everybody a voice, right? And not everything that has to be said needs to be said. Or it can be said in a roundabout way that doesn't make us look bad. And a lot of times that's what happens. So going here and going vocal, best believe if you come on our platform and you, we invite you in and we allow you to voice your opinion or go vocal oh we gonna curb that we ain't gonna make us because it's saying we ain't here shucking and jiving we ain't here to, to be buffooneries or, or make um people laugh we're not here to get shock value neither because we're never going to embarrass anyone that we bring Absolutely. on the show or, or shed a bad light on them either we always want to bring a positive and the good out, out of everything that we do so we do uh they say no we just woke up one day, sat in front of the, the, the camera, went out and bought some mics and just started. No, we do our due diligence. Absolutely. Um, we, we do everything that we need to do in regards to this, and we only get better as time goes on. So we want y'all to continue to continue to like, follow. Um, I know some of the topics, we've gotten some really good feedback of late. Um, the Like I said before, the Marriage Chronicles concept was something that wasn't fully developed. But we got a somebody who we were trying to engage in the show um, gave us that topic, and yes. that's now become a series. The yeah. mental health um, concept series, is a series that came from a good friend of mine, Sin. Shout out to Sin. Um, her and her daughter uh, Jordan. That was something they wanted to hear about. So we're going to continue to work with that, uh, work on that series, and we want to bring Sin and Jordan in because I think that you know. The millennials have a different set of needs than, you know, someone who's in the baby boomers or other generations or Gen Z. So um, we definitely working on bringing that in there. But um, even with more. the Marriage Chronicles. That's really um, smoking. That, that is so many different components to the marriage aspect of it. Because first you have to date, right? Yeah. That's an aspect of it. Then you got to be engaged. That's yeah. an aspect. Then marriage. And then how all that works. But listen, then the what reality about the is most people don't even go that route, right? Some people go a completely different route. In my case, we had kids first. Shotgun then I him. got married. Yeah. Then the shit went down the tubes. He was cheating. He got busted. And then I divorced him. And that was a whole difference. So it's never a straight path, right? right. So there are so many different, to your point, Lou, so many different elements to that marriage. And then divorce finances i mean that thing yes. really got arms and legs right. to it so i mean we're, we're and I, maybe we have to discuss this down the road and around the corner or you know maybe bringing divorced people around. i think yeah, it's that's important important. i maybe, think maybe i think that's bringing a, um because i myself unlike you i've been this, i'm working on my second divorce so I'm I'm waiting for the paperwork to come in along Shit, with my we might need to He's a habitual divorcer. Right, <laughs> habitual divorcer. Yeah, we had, but but it's, but I feel like you bring a valid point. Like being divorced once or twice, that shit could be demotivating. Like, do I ever want to do this again? 
Um, I remember when we had, reflecting back when we had our dating show, right? We had a guest come on and she had been divorced twice. She's in the process of her second divorce, mm-hmm. but she was open to love. Mm-hmm. She was open to love. And I don't want to tell anybody's story, but I mean, she's got something cooking and it looks promising. So, you know, things happen. Promising. <laughs> what? I thought it was. Relax. Or, okay, I'm so, I, maybe I'm just a hopeless romantic, so <laughs> I, I hope it. I, I should I, say. I hope it works as well. I hope it's I read that, that guest, I ran into her at an event, and um, she strings, strings my along, but that's not a story. That's why, I, that's why I said what I said. So, yeah. That's why I said what I said. You sitting around. I'm faking like you want to Oh my God, yeah. we digress. Yeah. We're moving along. I, I just think, um, you know, I think there are good things to come. So listen, Jam, we got a website up. Tell everybody, we're going to start sharing where our website, but Jam, share the initial address um, for our the, website. The initial address for the webpage um, is. I meant the initial announcement. Initial announcement, sorry. It's www.podpage.com uh, forward slash going. Slash vocal dash vocal. That's um, hyphen. well, yeah, hyphen. He's um, struggling with it, y'all. Yeah. He's struggling with it. No, He's because, gonna get um, perfected, people. Yeah, so it's and for those who don't know, it's the minus sign. You wow, know, it's he the went old sign. school. He's showing, he's showing yeah. his age. No, no, you gotta let some people know because some people don't know that even at our age, right? The nomenclature know. could so, be yeah. different so, depending on and where and you And are. again, non judgment room. So hit it again because I interrupted okay. you. Okay, it's com forward slash. Going hyphen vocal. That's G O I N hyphen V O C A L. Okay, he got the last part. So, did yeah. you miss the dot com part? No, I didn't miss it. Okay, I, I just want to make sure because I don't want people to end up on the porn site. No, and, but they and don't expect to see you, you out there. Pouring out a pod, you good. <laughs> it's easy to take, uh, change well, that. You never know what might that, be in their search criteria. That's true. That is. You won't see you won't see me up there though. So. I don't know. Groupie Slayer. Groupie Slayer. The global group <laughs> global groupie slayer. So so Jam, so we, we sharing a little bit about us. We kept it at a high level. What was it like touring all over the world? Like what's that like? Oh, that shit was fun. It was fun. What was, what made it, was, it fun? I think one of the things that you know, because I you grew up in you know, I grew up in a community where we were all close knit. Um so when you get outside of that and you're actually living because that's when I really saw that people really live life. So when you're out there, you're living. I'm like thousands of miles away. I'm in Europe. So I'm I'm not homesick, but while I'm in Europe, I'm seeing people like Shaka Khan. I'm like a huge fan of Shaka Khan. I'm I'm at a, one of the pay phones getting ready to call home, check just you know, checking with my mother, see how she's doing. Jam C said pay phone. And Shaka Khan. Find one of them by. in your neighborhood yeah, right, right now. No, and wait. Shaka Khan walks by. A pay phone in Europe. How much that shit cost? Ninety dollars? Like, yeah, yeah, for for like a minute. This yeah. nigga had a roll of change. Mom's me, gotta go, so, love you bye. So Shaka Khan <laughs> walks by, but I'm just like, yo, I'm getting experiences that the average cat is on the block because all we did was waste time out there. So and, and I'm out here for to, on, a, on a road like with Cypress Hill. So it was like, that was like the greatest feeling to me. What was it like eating in all those places? Like, I've been to Europe. I've been to a few places outside of the U.S. Well, I've the been thing, to some places. The thing, flex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the a thing light flex. Most, the light flex. Not to drink the water. I was told that um, day in and day out, do not drink the water. You can go there, don't drink the water. Um, in Paris, you shouldn't drink the water. Yeah, in a so, lot of countries because they don't irrigate their systems the same way we yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. 
But um, the the food was pretty good. I had I think I only had one day. Um, I, I did catch a stomach virus out there. Um, it was a twenty four hour stomach virus. Um, but I still had to perform. Stomach Wait, virus. So with the bubble guy? Yes, I still. Oh, had so to let me ask you this: When you when you're when eat, mm-hmm. both of y'all, when you in other countries, are you the type of person that just keep it basic when it comes to food, or you're willing to try? No, I go out. I go. I go. Oh, I try. I, I, I wanna. Like, I like That's to me. fully immerse yeah. myself yeah, yeah, me in that culture. I remember the me first too. time I went to Mexico. Like, I'm a huge fan of Mexico. But I've had, like, Jose Tejas, right? Mm-hmm. And I've gone to some more authentic Mexican restaurants. But I wanted to really have that. Yo, we were on a bus going for an excursion. And we were stopping. You know, they stop you at all the little yes. stores because they yeah. want you to you mm-hmm. know, spend a couple dollars. Mm-hmm. I saw a lady in the middle of the street who was rolling corn. It was traffic going on the other side of her. She was rolling the corn. I ran through, out from where they took us at, and I was like, I want what she got. When I tell you, it was one of the best things I've ever had. Best thing. I mean, a lady was just straight doing it. I, there was no, this is pre-COVID days, so I didn't even ask her if she had sanitized her hand. Can't care less. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I, we had a similar experience. Like, maybe like 12 years ago, we went on a girl's trip to Puerto Rico. It's like about seven of us, right? And um, shout out to Bully. Dope as hell. We get into the airport in San Juan. We're waiting for a taxi. And the next taxi in line is a dude dressed in a New York fitted white tee. And if Chris Air Force wants, I'm like, nah, I don't want him. I don't even know who that is. But he spoke Spanish, of course. He was Spanish. He was from New York. I'm like, dude, how you dress like that? Bully took us off of the resort because I, I love to venture out. Yeah. I don't like staying on the yeah. resort because that should be fake. And that's that's where your, your stomach get messed up on the resorts. So he took us um, off the resort and he took us in the mountains in Puerto Rico. Absolutely beautiful. But we stopped at a local place. I tell you, these ladies were smoking. This is no bullshit. They were smoking. And cooking. Lady had a cigarette hanging off her bottom of her lip. Oh, shut up! You said it was hot. No, no, they were smoking <laughs> cigarettes, but they were cooking and talking in Spanish. It was music playing. It was like little chickens running around. I'm like, I was on my fake boozy shit. I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not. So this lady went over to this freezer, and this freezer clearly hadn't been washed in some time. And I was like, there's no way I'm eating anything out of that. So I was like, I'm not gonna do it. I see everybody chomping down. I'm like, that's where you get the best food. Yo, we had something called Acapudio. I had never heard, had that or heard of it. And I lived in North Nork, so I had Spanish friends. And I'm like, how the fuck did, and one of my good friends was on a trip with Cherie. She's Puerto Rican. I'm like, I was so mad at her. I'm like, where am I getting Acapudio from you? That shit was so good. So I, to answer your question, I love eating the authentic food. Resort food in 24 hours. I want the real deal. I want to eat what the locals eat. Cypress Hill had this cook. She made um, some a vegetable stir fry. Shout out Bree. You can attest to it. Yeah, that stir fry was amazing. Really? It was Was vegetable chicken shrimp. What was in it? Um, it was just for me. It was vegetable. She did. um, They did chicken and shrimp. But when I say it was amazing, it was amazing. Really? I mean, Still like that it. was actually that personal chef. She trapped. She toured with us the whole time. Oh, and that don't flex. Even count. That's a flex. Right. So but that don't even count. Flex. That don't count. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that's one. But we always went up the reservation. Shout out to Matt who showed us around. Actually, took us off the reservation. Took us to 
you know, a lot of people, they smoke, so we went to every smoke joint. I ate everywhere. I was like a foodie. Every, every lounge. <laughs> was on a personal No food fast tour. food. Like, even though they got fast food out there, no fast food. We went to straight grill, grill spots, um, had a lot of seafood. Um, it was amazing. And we, we got in Germany. Shout out to Isalane and Elaine. They showed us a good time. We, we was everywhere. Was those groupies? No. Oh, no, no, they got us, they got Sorry. us around. Now they, they directed us in the direction that took us to the direction to the direction to the around groupies. the corner to the groupies. Yeah, now so. you mentioned fast foods. Now, have any of our listeners or viewers ever been to the Caribbean? If you don't fucking go to K, if they got a KFC, <laughs> you better get your ass in that. that line. I heard about every that. Caribbean country that I have been in, mm-hmm. the KFC. Is top notch. It'd be too crowded to get in. But but and listen, your girl shot money got kicked out of a KFC in Jamaica in March. They said I was dressed inappropriately in Jamaica. I had a bathing suit. Yo, I, I felt so egotistical and big headed. I'm like, yo, I'm hitting out this bitch. I'm lit. They threw me out of KFC. No, it wasn't no thong. It was old regular bathing suit. He dude told me I was dressed inappropriately. It was 96 degrees. What the hell was I supposed to be wearing? But when I tell you in them Caribbean countries, and I've been to quite a few Caribbean countries, if they got a KFC, that ain't no flex. Them KFCs be rocking. I'm telling you, I got family out in the Bahamas in the 242, and I'm telling you, that KFC by Awaki. That shit ain't no joke. I was waiting for chicken one time to come out fr- fresh this and hot. Is, this is going to be called the Flex Show. The Flex Show, yes, right? She, My she, mother she, even she, unlikes she really, it. She, she told us audience, but she really didn't tell y'all that. She's dual citizen, but she don't really I, tell I dual wish citizen. I could get dual citizenship <laughs> to some of these uh, countries. So, look, we, we want to share about, you know, what things we like to do in our spare time. I, I promised the, 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 the person that wrote in we would tell them that. What, what do you like to do? Just to switch gears a little bit. What you like to do in your spare time when you're not podcasting, when you're not being a dad, when you're not working? What does Lou Ben do? Where can they find you? Well, at? first, <laughs> I, mean, I, want, I, want, I want the, the audience or, or our listeners to know that I, too, have been out of the country as well. Oh, no, just I didn't mean that. I ain't flexing. Like, no, no, no. I know, I'm, I'm just not flexing. I, I ain't flexing it. Like, I ain't flexing. Flex it. No, 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 no. no. It's new. I ain't got to go into all that. But okay. nonetheless... If you're still about warrants in some of them states, yo, you know what's so funny? It's funny you said that. I was coming back into the country, right, and coming through customs in Newark Airport. Motherfuckers would not let me into the country. Why? They did not. At that time, I didn't have a passport. Where were you coming from, though? Uh, uh, Jamaica. Okay. Jamaica. I didn't. I didn't need a passport then. Mm-hmm. But it was right after 9/11. Shit it was right after 9 11, and so they tightened the reins. They didn't want, they, they was like, Yo, nah, bro, you need this, you got a birth certificate, social security card, license, that ain't working. We need to, to we need verify who you are, right? Thank God for the fingerprints. <laughs> they said, With well, a record like that, bitch, you from here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let him in, these hours. Let him in. Open the gate. <laughs> Let him in. So, safe to say, Lou Bim has an album. You don't have a record. <laughs> right. You get the trench coat. <laughs> Word. So, uh, but to, uh, to go into where you can find, at your local cigar shop. I'm, okay. I'm at all cigar shops. Um, that's that's what I do. For you. That's, yeah. that's it. That's my vice. That's how I let my hair down whenever I grow it, right? Stop. So, um, do you have a favorite cigar? 
A favorite cig- No, I don't, but I like uh, Legal Provider, number nine, the, the T-52. Okay. Those, those are pretty good. Um, anything that has Druid Hill or Caldwell, I'm a big fan of those. Um, Ashton's, Padron's. I mean, I, I just Can smoke them all. I just smoke them nice. all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but you could just basically find me at, at, um, at, at a cigar shop, uh, which I tend to call them. Ain't nothing but daddy daycare because ain't nothing but a bunch of men in there. Being <laughs> daddy daycare. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Yeah, away from home and shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that that's... It's a That's great pool, though. Yo, it's definitely, a great definitely, definitely. Jam, what you, what you like to do in your spare time? What do you do? Believe it or not, I like to work out. If I could work out, um, I do like to listen to music. I like to, I do like to travel. I like to, I like to be honest with you. What I would love to do, travel far just to shop. That's on my bucket list. Just, like what do you I want to go to Japan for denim jeans and Turkey. But then I'm jammed. Okay. Only. I don't want to do any. I don't want to like. I'll take in the culture just to see, just to go about. But I, my, but my goal is to go there, just to shop. Mm. Okay. I did it in Europe, but I've never been. I've, Japan is a place I've never been to. Well, you won't have no problem eating because JMC is a vegetarian and a vegan, so he don't really eat Leafy shit. Greens, that's all. He only eat shit but air and green shit. So Damn, fucking rice cakes and shit. And this but we were going to go to Shanghai. We was going to go to Shanghai that one time. With the visa, then it, it, it didn't work out for us. But then the second time, we was going to go. Yeah. That's so, scary. Because I, I was supposed to have been on that trip, too. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To, to Shanghai. One of the one of my greatest trips. Some some of my fun trips have Thanks. always been with this guy. This guy down here. You know, we've always had fun when we travel. We always found fun, and we always ended up in the VIP for whatever reason. We always you once you get in VIP, you don't want to go stand. Nobody's on. Listen, ever. I tried to sneak in VIP. I, I'm ashamed of it. It's behind me now. And I was rejected. Yo, I've always been able to get in the VIP. But when I tell you and live in Miami, they don't play that mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. It ain't no sneaking in. It ain't being cute, batting your eyes, and somebody pulling you in. Yo, they, when I tell you them bouncers don't fucking play. Mm-hmm. Yo, I've been in the VIP. I've been able to get in VIP everywhere. Not at live. That remember, shit ain't work, um, bro. One time we was in South Beach. This place was so crowded. And um, we didn't. Even, we never even made it, like upstairs where the dance floor was. We just set bottles. We had bottles. We just set it like on a pool table or some shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we had that shit shaking. It was just like six of us. That shit mm-hmm. shaking. Yo, let me tell you. One time we went to Miami. This is a true story, and it involves somebody famous. And I'm sure the famous person has no idea that this happened, but this is completely true. We're in line. We're waiting to go to this club. I forget the name of the club, but it had like an oriental vibe in it. And it had um, concrete steps in it. This shit was packed. Lines around the corner. We see black SUVs pull up. So we're waiting in the female line. We trying to, my girlfriend Puerto Rican, so we trying to use her. She got a cute shape. I'm like, I'm trying to pimp her out. The window drop rise rolls down on the SUV, and I see Fat Joe. Shout out to Fat Joe. This guy does not know me. All I said was, yo, Joey Crack, what's up? He said, yo, Ma, what's up? Immediately, he doesn't get out. He slows down with the other SUVs that's there. He slows down a little bit. People are like, oh, Fat Joe, Fat Joe. 
And he pulls off. Within 30 seconds, the bouncers come over, take me and my two friends, and we straight got in VIP. Mm. They didn't gave us bottles and everything. Mind you, the two girls I'm with, they don't drink. Yo, I'm from here with it. This is a courtesy of Fat Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Fat Joe, who does not know Shot Money, but you got me in, big homie. I really appreciate you. And you know, it's so crazy to say that because he would have did that. He would have did he that if he, so knows, cool. if, once, if he knows you from up top and you shout that out. He will. He's no, he He's been known so to do that. Cool. Cool. He was so cool, but he really didn't do anything. And man, probably never don't even remember that. I'm sure he doesn't even remember yeah. that happened. But the bouncers must have thought I was like a somebody, and they thought I was gonna spend a couple dollars. So they gave us them bottles, thinking I'm gonna buy like six more. I'm like, oh, this is dumb. We out, people. Let's go. I'm saving my money for a Bell Harbor shop tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to Bell Harbor. I ain't spending no money in here. Yeah, but so that was, you know, this show was definitely uh, we're opening up, being a little more vulnerable for you yeah. guys to know who we are. Shedding our clothing. We let you see who we are. We're letting our hairs down. Letting our hair Somebody down. Somebody has let theirs down. A little longer yeah. than others, yeah. but nonetheless. Gravity torture shit, but it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> we still love you. Still That's love fine. you, mama's baby. That's we love fine. you. And um, so now the the our listeners. You've gotten a better idea of who we are. Wait, uh, I ain't telling what I like to do. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. You don't got to be sorry. I don't want to just lie, though. Um, me, what I like to do, like to read. I am, I'm going to be in Shoppers Anonymous very, very soon. I probably will start my own New Jersey chapter. I'm always out looking for the latest fashions and finds. Um, I love a good brunch. I'm a bruncher. So I will travel for brunch. I traveled two hours a couple weeks ago to go to a brunch. So listen, send me spots. If y'all got good brunch in your state, I'm coming. Y'all want to see Shot Money? Let me know where the brunch spots are at in your um, your state. I'm not. I will travel for food. Like I said, um, Light Flex, I love to travel. I'm getting ready to go to Houston um, this Friday. Um, so I will be on a little hiatus, but don't worry. The fellas will hold y'all down. So I'm going to be out and about, but that's what I kind of like to do. And I already shared in my, you know, opening statement how I love to meet new people. So whenever there's an opportunity to meet new people and be authentic, genuine, I'm down for that. Also, too, we're planning, you got to plug this now, the live show. Live show coming. We're definitely planning a live, live show. Live show here in Jersey. If you uh, want to be part of it, hit yes. us up. In limited space, um, yeah. it will very definitely be limited a, space. We want to respect and some restrictions. We should be able to, what I'm proposing to the team if we get one or two listeners who want to come, because it's invite only, but that yeah. want to come, mm-hmm. we should be able to extend that to Yeah, them. we will do whatever we can um, to accommodate you. Yeah, definitely. So, so bring that fun vibe, that positive. You know we love to have fun on this show. Absolutely. So bring that shit. But listen, I want to take a moment to kind of like shout out. A lot of these podcasts that are doing really well, and again, I don't want to mention anyone in particular, but there are a few of them that I have always followed, um, and that's how I got interested in the podcasting. They doing a damn thing. Y'all, y'all doing a damn thing. Um, some are male, some are female, um, and they're CEOs, as I like to call them. We'll see I know at the a, Black Effect. We'll see y'all at the Black Effect. We come in, so y- y'all gonna have to let us in. Y'all gonna have to provide some space for us and, and let us get a seat at the table because we on this thing and we're ready to take it to the next level. But a lot of y'all are mentioning that y'all are doing um, podcast development. So hit us up. Y'all know our email address. We've been reaching out to some of you guys. And no, this ain't no shameless plug. No, we ain't begging and pleading. 
but it's room out here for everybody because some of them podcasts is different. Um, they're not some to my liking. Some of them shits some is, is really, really trash. Really trash. <laughs> y'all couldn't get y'all way, to, way out of a wet paper bag. But anyway, we're not here to trash anybody, but I'm hoping that this reaches the space of my top five podcasters who all are doing podcast development. Hit us up. We are ready to work. We're ready to make it happen. We all are ready to take this to the next level and make some changes, not only in our lives, but other people's lives as well. So hit us up. What's the email, Jam? It is goingvocal at gmail.com. Jam, you still with us? G-O-I-N-V-O-C-A-L at gmail.com. Oh, shit. And, and we ain't signing no 360 deals. And we ain't doing that. We ain't, we ain't giving up no intellectual property, so you better come correct, all right? So listen, yeah, we people. So we going in, we gonna close it out as we do all of our shows with a segment for get your shit together. Yes. I'm, a, I'm, a, if I may, fellas, if I may, um, I just want to make my short and sweet. So my get your shit together today goes out to a basketball coach in Rhode Island who was molesting young boys. This gentleman was 55 years old, had been a long time coach who was seen as a, a leader in the community, the pillar of the community. A lot of people relied on him. He was pulling um, a lot of stunts with these young boys to fulfill his perverted, and yes, I'm using the word perverted sexual fantasy, mm-hmm. fantasies um, on, on minors. He would take them into the dressing room, and he had this thing he would do that he said he was checking their fat to make sure they was physically fit. He would take them into a closet and, and put them under pressure to ski, to shave down to their skeevies, to their underwear, and say, well, if you, if you feel like you're not measuring, you know, within the fat ratio, then you should be comfortable enough to take your underwear off. And then he would take a ruler, measure their thighs, and then in some cases measure, measure their genitals. Anytime there's a situation where there's an adult taking advantage of a minor, that is criminal, it is sexual deviant behavior, it is illegal, I have no sympathy for you, there's no coming back. And he was doing this for years, years. And a lot of the boys never said anyone because the team was so well known and they thought that it could help them get to the collegiate level so they were willing to keep it um, under wraps and in the cloak and darkness. So my heart goes out to those young men who might have witnessed or even experienced that. But to that basketball coach, you need to get your shit together and you need to go to jail. Wow. Who's next, fellas? Who's who's coming? Mine's just real quick. Uh, This was on the fly. Uh, I had something, but it was not a get your shit together. It's more like uh, a shout out or acknowledgement for props. But I'll just say anybody that's holding on to past hurt and past guilt, get your shit together. Because that that is keeping you from growing, keeping you from moving forward keeping you from being the full potential you that you can be because you're holding on to something in the past. Let that shit go. How could you go, how could you move forward when you're in reverse? They refer back to um, mental health. Yeah, well a licensed practitioner from TheraCouch. Yeah, there's help out there if you need it, but don't let that shit eat you up. Jam, come on, close us out. All right, my get your shit together. As you can see, I, I had to cut my own hair today. My get your shit together is going out to you these barbers. Cut your own head? No, but this is why I stopped going to the barbershop. My get your shit get is going out to the local barbers in the hood. I can't say for every barber. Here's the problem with barbers in the hood. You get a barber 
He starts out well. You get the relationship with him. He's coming in at 7 o'clock in the morning when the barbershop open. Now he gets a name for himself. So I had an appointment at 1230, get my hair cut. Barber comes 2 o'clock. So now it's 2 o'clock. Not only, not, a, not only does he come at 2 o'clock, but as I start taking my stuff, getting ready to get in the chair, he's like, whoa, money, I got to eat. Oh, so shit. So now he decides he wants to take this food out. It smells good as hell. Don't offer he, you don't none. Don't offer me none. But he want me to sit there and watch him eat before I get my hair cut after I've been waiting for almost two hours. Uh, so these barbers, and that's not, and that's not the only story because everybody, a lot of people had these same problems with these celebrity hood barbers. Barbers, I need to get y'all shit together. But no, it, but damn, it seemed like a little bit fucked up, a little bit Cause, cause it's, up. Because we, we have a similar cut, right? Yeah. So anybody, I go to any chair that's open. You no, can't, but that, can't fuck this up. No, <laughs> but no, but no, but no, but at that, time, no, at that time, I let my line growing on my face. I can't do that. A barber do that. So I had a, tr- a good barber. So when, again, to the point of when you have a good barber, sometimes it goes their head. They start feeling like they celebrity. They show up whenever they feel like I think people take that too far. Somebody like me, my, my shit go back in two or three days. Do it, really? I don't put that pressure. You fuck it up, it's going to go back. See Friday, nigga. <laughs> do it all over again. Yeah, nah, I don't want my shit fucked up. <laughs> I like my shit. Understand, I've been in show business for years, so I always had to be tight. Flex. So I'm tight. This is I'm the tight. flex I'm tight. show. Yo, this, that's what this episode tight. is gonna yeah. be called. The, the flex, flex episode. Show. This is the nah. flex. Yo, so we already know where we're gonna take our, our show on the road. We're looking to do some shows on location. Because you hear everybody that been in and out of the country of late and, and Jam been globally, you know, Jam, Jam, how many, I remember when I first met Jam, Jam, how many passports you told me you had? Yeah, three or four. Four. Fully Stamp. stamped passports with like multiple stamps. I never knew. And in one of the pictures he showed me, his dude had a whole head full of hair. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> it was him. It is, so this dude been put, globally. The NFTs, we're going to put them on the website. Oh, my God. We don't want to see them. But, low people, <laughs> thanks for taking the time to spend with us. Hope we answered the uh, folks who wrote in that said, you know, where did you guys come from? I hope we answered some of your questions. Maybe we told y'all some shit y'all didn't want to know. But right. we hope you continue to listen in. If you want to hear more about our biographies and who we are, write us in, show, show, send us some questions, and we will definitely respond to them. But before we go, I know we're short on time. I want to give a shout-out to my mama. Yes. My mama is approaching her senior years, even though she won't accept it. My mom be lit. She be out here. We don't be knowing <laughs> where she at. All the siblings be calling around like, where mommy at? And, yes, we call our mother mommy. My mom, I bought her a, t- a new tablet for Christmas, and she's flex. really getting, not a flex, that's my mama, and she's really getting acclimated with using it, and she is a follower of the show, and she called twice today to know about when the next show is coming out. So, Mommy, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I love you. Shout, on out. That note, shout out to Mama Shamani. Yeah, right. shout out. And on that note, we all going vocal. Going vocal, people. Squad. Peace. 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 Tune in to the pod squad.